0: Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, you're listening to Shooting the Breeze, I'm your host John Mullins. So guys, this episode's episode its going to be all things TV, we're going to talk about three shows in particular, Lucifer, um, the new season of Amazon's The Boys, and also the, the latest uh, season of Doom Patrol. Um, for those of you who don't know the three shows, it might be worth listening, because uh, they're definitely shows that are worth checking out, and for those of you who do, you should enjoy this episode. So guys, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, we're going to start with Lucifer. So, Lucifer uh, Season 5 dropped there last week on Netflix, and this is the second season that Netflix have had. Um, this definitely feels a bit more, um, that it's a bit more settled than Season 4. I, I found when they did Season 4, it was an episode, it was a series that was, while it was still continuing on the Lucifer story from the first three series, it was still finding its footing in terms of the Netflix, um, what they could do and what they couldn't do. Obviously, uh, network TV is a lot different to uh, streaming sites. So on Netflix, on Netflix they get away with a bit more than they would on uh, if they were to be um, episodic TV. Um, t- overall, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the season. Um, I'll allude to a few points in it, but um, it it was a good season so far. As far as I know, it, it is a mid season finale. Like I think what they're going to do with Netflix now will be the same as what they've done other shows. They'll drop part one, which would be ten episodes, and then part two will be the, uh, the rest of the season. Um, it was good so far. I enjoyed it. It's a little bit stronger than what it had been in season four. I have to say the chemistry between Tom Ellis and D.B. Woodside, uh, obviously Lucifer and um, um, uh, Amenadiel uh, is very good and has been since season one. This is definitely a return to form for the two of them. Um, the The storyline is basically Lucifer's twin brother Michael who is is also played with Tom Ellis is just a jealous prick and that's your, that's your true season is based on the, the all that kind of shit um season finale is, ends on a very good cliffhanger um it's a good, it's a good it's a good season it's, it's it's definitely better than four so far depending on how it plays out um you know you make you can only make an opinion when it's fully through um I'm gonna go on and talk a little bit about the boys so anyone who hasn't seen season one of Amazon's the boys Really needs to go out and want check this out. This is a, based on a comic. So this comic came out back in uh, 2006, I think it was. And it was with uh, on DC when it came out, um, DC Comics. Uh, DC dropped it. Um, and the creator has put it as... Um, how do I put this? The creator said that it basically out-preachered Preachered. Out-preachered preacher. So anyone who's seen the Preacher TV show will know... Or who's read the comic books will know that the Preacher is fucking batshit crazy. Uh very adult um very adult uh raunchy kind of you know, sex drug violence, all everything, all that kind of stuff. And basically the boys was like a darker version of it. So the main reason that they think that DC dropped at the time was that um basically it made it it showed you a team quite like the Justice League. Who were basically share of our souls, and um, so basically, what what would happen? Who keeps the superheroes in check is kind of the whole um, the whole kind of premise of the show. Uh, like if you look at the the taglines for the genre, because it under it's under a superhero thriller, black comedy, drama, action. Like it's uh, originally created by Garth Dennis, and it, it is a fantastic show. Like I cannot um, talk the show up enough. It, is, it, it the first season was so strong. Now I will say season two and the first two episodes, while good, have not hit the peaks of season one but the third episode was definitely a return to to what the show was good at in season one uh definitely worth checking out though um not gonna go into it too much but I, like it is a show that sh- people should be watching uh you've got carl urban jack quaid anthony star in it anthony star as homelander is fucking terrifying like i would not want to meet that person in real life if that if he's any way like that character uh carl urban and jack quaid are pretty good um there's a there's a nice long ensemble ca- uh, cast the the one that i have to talk about though uh, for this season i think it's, qu- it's quite an interesting uh, character is um stormbreaker uh, i think her name is uh she's a new female character anyway it that's been brought in this season and she looks like an absolute bitch <laughs> uh, very very um or stormfront sorry i uh, a cashmere um jeez she she looks like she could just be just as bad as homelander uh which is saying saying something, to be perfectly honest. Um, and then the third series I want to talk about is Doom Patrol. So I tried describing this TV show to someone recently and they asked me, like, you know, give me, uh, you know, a snapshot of one of the story that's going on. So, and this is how I describe of was: So there's this one character called Crazy Jane, who's a schizophrenic, uh, has split, or, I don't know if she's schizophrenic, but she's split personalities um, disorder of some sort. And she... <laughs> Basically, there's also Dorothy, this girl who has imaginary friends. And one of Dorothy's imaginary friends gets into the mind of Crazy Jane's body and kills one of her split personalities. Yeah, sounds absolutely fucking nuts. And it is. And I don't do it anywhere just in it. But that's the kind of insane storylines that they go for. There's an episode where they, um, where there is a... I want to say a bad guy, but I don't know what to call, I call them. Like these idiom people. So they're um these these pink characters that basically uh they take your uh, idiot juice every time you have stupid thoughts and then they kill you. Um it, it's just it's just so funny. It's so the cast is so strong. You have I've said this before, Brendan Fraser, Timothy Dalton, you have uh Matt Bomer. Um Fraser is just so good in this as a Robot Man. Uh Timothy Dalton, like jesus so so strong black comedy is 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 where he should have gone into this real dark dark comedy it's just so funny um really strong uh writing they've got loads of source material i think this i think that comic came out in the 1960s originally that it's based on now it is based on a comic but it is by no means a comic book show it is not like cw shows written like that uh it is definitely an adult program. Um, do not watch it around kids; it's not suitable, uh, mainly because Brendan Fraser doesn't stop swearing to the whole fucking thing. Um, uh, every every kind of every time he's on screen, it's fuck, 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 and it's just it is really funny. He, he is so good in it. Um, there's also you've got Jovian Wade as Cyborg, which is pretty good. Alan Tudek is in Series One again. I've, I've said all this before in a previous podcast, but definitely, please, definitely check it out because it is so funny. Um, there is a tie-in with Titans with it, and there's. Uh, it's just it's just a great show guys you really anyone who has not checked this out needs to just check out you need to give it a couple of episodes it, it, it's not so, you're going to watch the episode one and just be like oh I love this you need to watch a few of them because I, when I watched the first episode uh, last year I hadn't, I didn't have as much interest and I was kind of like meh but then after I watched, started watching uh, a few more it's just such a strong um, show uh, and possibly just like one of the strongest cast um, ensembles that I've seen in a long long time um, so I want to get back to the boys. So the boys, season one. Those who have seen it, um, well, know like it, they, they put there was a good bit of money behind it. It looks, it looks really good. Like the production values alone are, you know, that Amazon are behind it. it just looks fantastic. Um, the chemistry between uh, Carl Urban and Jack Wade is 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 really good, and like I said, Anthony Starr is just an absolute bastard. Uh, and if if he, like I said, if he's anywhere like that in real life. And everyone I never want to mean. Them. Um so the season two is carrying on straight from where season one ended. Um there's a, a little bit of a time lapse, but not much. It kind of gets straight straight into it. Um the fallout from the season one finale obviously has been excuse me, it's been uh, worked through. Uh Jack Craig's character has a lot uh, going on, like um kind of emotionally, mentally. Um he's working through a lot of stuff um and then you've also got um homelander's character um basically kind of losing the run a small bit uh, because now the like the the leash is off to just to a degree Um definitely another show that people should definitely be watching it is it is funny it is it is dark now i will say it's very gory of a show and episode three of season two especially is Super gory. There's one scene um, near the end of the well, not near the end, but halfway through. That is just super gory. So if you're anyway squeamish, just take that warning uh, before that episode. The reason I want to talk about the three of them, though, what was I was thinking about tonight? That all three of those shows are not on. Um, Episodic TV. None of them are actually on. on your, you know, your, you can't go and turn on your TV and watch them on any channel. Lucifer, Netflix exclusive. The boys, Amazon exclusive. Doom Patrol, DC, um, DC Experience, whatever they call it, which is probably HBO or beyond. Uh, I think HBO Max, whatever they are calling it. So all three of those shows are like non-episodic uh, shows. Um, now, Lucifer, they've dropped ten episodes, um, so you can watch you know, part one of the season the boys is doing the opposite they're dropping three and then they're going episodic but it's still on amazon prime so it's a different approach to it um so because i've chatted about this before about the way we consume them and i've watched the first three episodes of the boys but i didn't watch them back to back i watched one episode time because they're the third episode i think is 58 minutes long runtime, so they're not short and i don't think binging something for three hours um you don't really take it in mean, you don't take in the nuance of the story you don't you know you don't appreciate the character development or because you, you're just constantly watching and because when you watch it uh, weekly you see a character you know is, is starting to develop and then a week later as it comes out it feels like there's actual like um sense of time and growth in it whereas if you watch it back to back to back it just feels like the character is you know constantly changing and you don't get the same sense of uh, progression or um you know um just like character, proper character development, I suppose, but like, even though it's the it exact same story and it's done the same way, it's just that, that, that little bit of a break. You, know, you get to appreciate the first episode that you watch before you go and watch episode two, you know, whereas I think if you watch it back to back, you, you literally you miss half of it Um, you just don't take in all the points or you don't appreciate certain points because they don't hit home as hard because rather than having a week to, to get from point A to point B, it just hits you with you know, 20 minutes. Um, I'm trying to think now. What else? There was something someone talked about TV when I was looking at it. Did notes on it? Um, I was trying to think about shoulders. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Not important. Can't think of it. Must be lies, as they say. Um, I don't think I was doing it. But listen to a podcast, uh, the Scrubs podcast, a lot lately, and the it's funny. Listening to some of the the stories back but one thing i didn't realize um and it's something that's kind of it'll be funny to see how it affects other tv shows going forward so when they shot scrubs and they made the show they never syndic they, they never made the agreements for the music for uh streaming they only made them for syndication so obviously that show was made 20 years ago so a lot of the music um that you see on the i think it's hulu that it um it streams in america the music is not the same as the show in what it was originally so like I have a lot of these in on D, uh, DVD box sets so when I watch Scrubs it's the original music everything plays how it is norm- you know it's supposed to play but apparently when you watch it through on Hulu some of the episodes have different music uh, put in because of the, obviously there was an agreement made with the artist to keep using the song or whatever and it's just kind of funny thinking like how it can change a scene because they, they discussed in one of the episodes where like th- the music the song was changed from you know something that everyone would know to a bit of generic kind of pop indie twat kind of music but apparently like it changed the scene dramatically it just didn't have the same oomph or you know uh, it didn't hit home as hard and I was just wondering if there's been any other shows that have done the same thing now I haven't noticed the shows I'm watching now these are all new obviously but all the other ones I have that i would binge i have on dvd and i was watching how i mature Mother today we had it on the house in the background and i'm pretty sure one of the episodes that came on has the same thing i think the music has been changed now i do have them on dvd it's something that we watch every now and again i do want, i'm kind of intrigued to go back and see if a lot of the music has been changed or is it it might just be me looking for it because i've i've heard that something that's happening another show um but yeah it's just something i was just thinking about today that it just it's interesting to see like how streaming while it, it's great that we can watch whatever we want you know kind of when you want and um, the effect of because it wasn't planned for that a lot of these classic shows how they might be affected um just in terms of the music alone like uh like shows like scrubs were really they the music really was um a big part of the of the cast almost like that the certain episodes the music kind of made the episode I just thought it was you know something interesting to to be thinking about. Um, it's a bit harder to have that uh, to make to have a thought like that when you're doing this by yourself. It'd be great if there was someone there to bounce that idea off. So it might be something I might talk to uh Chris about again because I do think it's something um interesting like the way the way TV shows are put together now. And is it something that they, they think of consciously, like is there any show that's using, you know, you know, a, a, a big hit right now that, you know, they might not be able to use ten years down the line if they're if they're still in syndication. Um Other than that, I don't think there's any other new shows coming out uh, at the moment. A lot of the problem has been um, the fallout from the... Obviously, because the the lockdown's all over the world, a lot of the shows, like, halt production. Um, Something, actually, yeah, right, so we're almost 15 minutes in. For the next three or four minutes, we're going to have a quick chat about the DC uh, experience. So, we haven't done a podcast since, and I will do this in a podcast with Chris. We are going to discuss it, but... We had on the same that we had the Schneider cut trailer drop. We had the um, the the next Arkham game drop. We also had the uh, Wonder Woman. Um, We had the Batman trailer, Matt Reeves Batman. Which okay, so I don't know what anyone else thinks. Me personally, I think it looks fucking class. The storyline is based on year two. So I had this discussion with someone else who's like the look of of him as Bruce Wayne isn't Bruce Wayne. And they are dead right. And I can completely see where they're coming from. But what I would argue is that in year two Batman, the storylines, he hasn't become Batman yet, but he also hasn't become Bruce Wayne yet. He hasn't figured out how to wear either mask. So the trailer, to me, looks amazing. I think uh, Patterson is going to do a great job at it. Uh, actually, production has been halted on that as well at the moment because of COVID. Uh, Robert uh, Patterson himself actually uh, has tested with COVID. Um, but I think that's going to be a really good uh, movie. I really, really look forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Also, you're going to have Ben Affleck and Mike Keaton in the new uh, Flash movie. Which is great. Cannot wait to see the two of them on. Uh, hopefully there'll be some kind of crossover. Ezra Miller though can really can fuck off as The Flash not buying him and the and more I see him as it I just really don't just don't like it. Kind of wished Grant Gustin got the gig at this stage. I just think he's a better Flash. It, it, I don't care that he's been on TV. I just Ezra Miller is just not he just doesn't I, I don't know what it is about me just doesn't fit the character at all. Um The Snyder Cut we finally got our first glimpse of the Snyder Cut. All the footage they used did seem to be new footage or unused footage that hadn't been used the first time around. Uh, we finally got to see Dark Side, which is great if, you, if you're a fan of the, the storyline they're using. Um, I'm going to hold out because I didn't particularly think it was as bad as people made out the, the first time around. I thought it was a bit... What happened was the same problem they did, but they had this issue with Suicide Squad a couple of years ago. So Suicide Squad is a movie, if you watch it through, it makes no sense because the editing and whoever whoever cut it up uh, made an absolute fucking arse so there's a scene uh, a scene where you've got one of the characters uh, I think it's El Diablo is on say the ground floor and then there's a cut and he's on the third floor but the dialogue is missing, so there's no, it makes no sense. And there's a few cuts like that in Suicide Squad, and I think that was kind of the problem with the Joss Whedon cut, is that some of the scenes just didn't tie in well together, and it, it was too obvious that they didn't tie in together. It also didn't help that Henry Cavill ha, um, had his Tash fucking cgi over, and whoever did that again, that cost millions, and it was a fucking disaster. Whoever did that CGI really, would like, they, they need to, you know, Think about the career. Um, maybe, maybe art isn't uh, what they should be doing. And uh, I one to talk, can't drop a ship. But at the same time, I, 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 like I think they got two or three million for that at the time. And oh my god, just terrible. Uh, but the trailer looks really, really good for the Snyder Cut. There was a lot of uh, talk about it before it came out. Then we also had the Wonder Woman trailer, which look looks really good. I, I enjoyed the first one. I'll enjoy the second one. It's grand. Like it wasn't groundbreaking. We also. And this is, Jesus, uh, this is something I really kind of probably should have spoken at the start of the podcast. We we lost uh, Chadwick Boseman, actually, um, you know, passed away last week. Uh, obviously, those of you who don't know Chadwick Boseman was the Black Panther, I'd say everyone knows at this stage who he is. But um, I actually watched Black Panther last night with my wife, and we got about halfway through. And it, it's actually quite sad because he, he was such a young actor in, in terms of acting. I know he was in his 40s, he was 43. But he hadn't done a huge pho- uh, phonography. Like, he hadn't done 20, 30 films. Um, he'd done quite a small amount of films. But the other thing about it as well is that he was such an iconic uh, cast uh, as Black Panther. Like, he's in his, his own movie. He's in the two big Avenger movies, and he's also in one of the Captain America movies. But as a character, like... He, he, if he had if he had lived and he'd done three or four movies he, I think he would go down as iconic the same way Chris Hemsworth would go down as iconic for Thor Chris Evans Robert Downey Jr. but I, I, but they've all been around for a long long time they all got you know three or four movies each or whatever I just think him he made such an impact so quickly and it will become one of those things in pop culture where it will, like it's it'll be a point in these movies because and everyone goes back to you know the people of color and all that yeah there is all that but such a humble person. Uh, anytime he's interviewed, it just, it, it just seems like, it, it is a massive loss. Like, I, I don't know if you, sometimes when you lose actors, everyone, you know, gets a bit sad over it, like, and it's always something someone dies, but I, I genuinely think this is like, this will be a moment um, that people reflect on. You know, in 20 years' time, we were looking back, and like, they do a review of the year. It'll be one of those things that they reference, like, you know, 2020. Obviously, 2020 is going to be a reference for the, the Global Bastard, um, but the other points of it like for something you know for someone so young and for, and for, the, for someone to suffer in silence though so he did to keep it uh, so close like Kevin uh, Feige didn't know about this the, like that is the head honcho at Marvel and, and Disney or whatever like he, he he fucking runs everything that they do with the Avengers basically uh, he's going to be involved in Star Wars like he, he he runs all that you watch Kevin Feige has a hand in pretty much uh, when it comes to Marvel, the, uh, Marvel or Star Wars or Disney um, and he didn't know, you know. So this was something that was kept guarded, and and, and that takes an awful lot of strength, uh, you know, for, for the amount of press tours and shit that I that had to be going through. Uh, it, it just it, it it is inspirational for for so many different reasons, and I just wanted to uh, talk about it. And um, there's a lot of negativity um, you see online when these kind of things happen, but I just you know it genuinely is something that like that it needs to be celebrated the work that he that he's left behind, and hopefully. I know Disney. um, They were asked about during the weekend. They said that they're not going to. um, They're not thinking about the next step for the Black Panther or such because of you know they want to mourn their friend. I hope they use his death in some way to not not just to sell a movie, but like you know to make a a statement almost in one of their movies. Like use what he stood for to to transition to the next character that kind of way. But anyway, enough of the um, self. You know bullshit basically just to you know get your opinion out there but like at the end of the day guys it, uh, it is this podcast is my it's all about my opinion i suppose so if you like it you like it if you don't you don't um guys i just want to say again i say it every episode thanks a million for checking out the podcast uh it's always good to see the see the, the, the growth chart that see the listens going up every week and like i said every time i put one up the old, all the old ones get a bump again um just like and share, guys, as much as you can. I I love to just kind of grow this up. Um, the if I can, the more people I can get listen to it, the more people I can get onto it. Um, you know, like there's no point getting queuing up ten or twelve, you know, people for the year to to do these with if um, there's not a huge amount of people listening at the moment. There's actually quite a strong listener, uh, listenership. And uh, like I said in the last one, I will have Chris back um next week, and I also i said like I said, I've one lined up. Um, that I want to get done soon. Hopefully, uh, in the next few weeks, I'll be able to get the one uh, done with Shane uh, on um, Christopher Nolan because uh, he's actually checked out the new Tenet movie. And um, so, hopefully, we uh, might get to see that and ch- uh, have a chat about that as well. All right, guys, going to leave it there. Um, thank you very much for listening. Check it out. Check us out on ACast. Anywhere you get your podcast This has been Shooting Degrees. I've been John, and have a good night.